Good afternoon, evening, morning, whatever time it is that you're listening. You've tuned into the Price and Presley Spook Show. That's I'm right. Terry Price. I am Harold Presley. Welcome back again for the regular guy look at the uh, paranormal stuff, the spooky stuff that you just can't explain. We like like getting into that kind of thing. We've had a, several shows that we've dropped, and uh, uh, we're in full swing with this now, man. We got a lot of lot going on. We want more stories, and we've got people emailing us uh, their stories in. Man, some of these are great. I, I just mean, got one today. Is that another thing? That's pretty cool. Actually, we're gonna have one, we're gonna have a, a person on in a, in a later show that sent us a couple of great stories. Which and we we love them so much. We're gonna have her on the show. That's right. Yeah. So that'll be coming up, and um, you know the spooky stuff, that, that kind of thing. You know, Terry, that none of this stuff bothers him at all. <laughs> I just want to say that up front. None of this bothers him. I get I get freaked out by some of the pictures he puts up on our site. <laughs> I mean. He knows my thing with rats. I don't like rats, rodents, or anything like that. He, of course, he puts this picture of the most horrific-looking rodent I've ever seen in my life. Really, thanks, man. You're that welcome. That, that was a, this you know, it was funny because I posted that picture. I wanted I wanted to get our uh, uh, Facebook uh, yeah. viewership to yeah. you know tell us what what it is that they're afraid of, right? Yeah. yeah. And I thought, well, I gotta put a I gotta put a picture with it, and I just <laughs> happened to cross that one. And I went, "Oh, Harold's gonna love this." I, I never should have told you that. I mean, I, I, I won't be able, I'm, I'm gonna come in the room, our, our, our room here, to, for a recording session, and uh, there's gonna be like probably little fake fake ones all over the floor. No, or something. and then I'll leave. I'd never do that to you, Harold. Now, my wife Tracy might. She might. I'd okay, we'll blame Tracy for it. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's that's great. Hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's really important that uh, oh, if yeah. you're listening to us on YouTube that you go down and hit the like button, mm-hmm. the subscribe button, so that you'll know whenever we have new episodes coming up. Right. And and leave us a comment either on Facebook yeah. or in the comment section of YouTube. Good or bad, we want comments. Yeah, I don't care. We don't we, care. We need your opinion. Tell, tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Yeah. There's something just, else we need to be doing. Tell just, us. Just try to be nice because I my feelings get hurt easy. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, I did mention well, we want your stories. Email them to us. You can email those at pricepresleyshow at gmail.com. That's where you can email Emails anytime you want to. That's right. And if your story's good enough, then we possibly could ask you to come on the show and tell it yourself. Might might do Uh, that. And Facebook. We got a page up on Facebook. Go there, like our page, Facebook.com slash Price Presley Spook Show. Go there and check that out. That's right. And uh, follow that page. Uh, And because we've got stuff going on all the time, don't we? Yeah. And we mentioned all that, but you're you're listening to the show right now. You will see on the show here, there's a little link tree that you open up and get all the links to everything. That's right. That's right. And if you would like to help support the show, we do have a Patreon account. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, you get little perks if you become a Patreon account. I, for, I forget what they are right now. But, yeah, uh, and there's swag you can get too, like yeah. like uh, like these great hats. I'm looking at Terry's hat right here, you know, and uh, these got on his head right now as we were recording, and they're they're pretty cool. Yeah, I mean you really are. I shirts, mean, hats, you know, shirts, coffee hats, mugs, coffee mugs. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, got all kinds of things up there. Well, I, we've got a great show today, Harold. I mean, you know, one have... thing we haven't talked about in any of these shows yet, and we've been mentioning it, is Bigfoot. You know, yes, I right. know you're really into Bigfoot. You like that. You know, you're really into it, and you're getting me more into it now. And yeah. that's one thing we haven't really explored. We've done ghosts. Yeah, we've ghosts. Done, uh, uh, that was the spookiest one. That was that one was, freaked me. The one at the house in Virginia. Right. Yeah, right. That was I was really freaked and out by that. We talked to the prison guard captain that yeah. had the ghostly oh. stuff happen yeah. in the maximum security prison. And yeah. we've talked to ghost hunters. Ghost hunters, yeah. Uh, real ghost hunters. Yeah, actually do this. Yeah. Uh, this is our first out and out, we know for a fact, or or our, our, our interview mm-hmm. person knows for a fact that it was Actually, a Bigfoot. No, a Bigfoot. We had kind of a story. Our very first story was kind of kind of leaned that way, but, yeah. but we weren't sure. We weren't he, sure. The, the yeah. guy wasn't sure wasn't what sure it was. He was. He was something. He didn't know but what. You know. our guest today, <laughs> he is almost, I'd say, I think he said probably about 90, 95% sure that it was what people term as a Bigfoot. And uh, I don't want to get into it, but I think we ought to just introduce him. Let's, get, let's get into it. We got, a, we got a guy here that's going to tell us all about his, his encounters with Bigfoot and, and how that uh, came about and everything. Jim, welcome to the show. And how are y'all doing? We're fantastic, man. We're great now that you're with us. I'm so anxious <laughs> to hear your story. <laughs> I'm ready. Great. I, I, I love this kind of stuff. I, I remember watching, what was it, the... the Legend of Boggy Creek. Creek. I watched yeah. it at the drive-in. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been so scared in my life. We're at the drive-in, and you know, I'm going. I gotta, we gotta get, we gotta go home after this. Yeah. But that that kind of scared me a little. But this Jim has had actual encounters. Jim, uh, we, we're glad you came to the show and uh, are joining us and going to share this stuff with us. Appreciate it. No problem. Tell us a little bit. I, I, I know you don't want to get in 
too much depth of, of who you are and what you do and everything, but set, set it, set it up for us. Tell us where you uh, kind of where you're from and, 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 and set up the areas that, that these, these things happen. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, early on lived in the, uh, DFW area as a child, uh, grandparents lived down in Leon County. So we were down there quite a bit, love the country and live in the country now. This has always always been my goal to be in the woods. Consider myself a woodsman, sportsman. That's my background in a nutshell. To get into the stories, it was in Wood County, probably. Wood, uh, you're saying Wood County, Texas. Yeah, Wood oh, County, okay. Texas. Where, where part of the Texas is that? Kind of central, it's, east central? It's, it's, it's actually east Texas. It is north and, and just east of Mineola. Okay. okay. Now I know All what right. Mineola is. Right. Yeah. I know what that is. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And I had, had a family member that had a hundred acres back there and it was, it backed right up to international paper, uh, property. In fact, he bought that little section from, uh, international paper. It had been, uh, logged, uh, just for the pine, the hardwood was left and, you know, they, they called it the country mm-hmm. and, at the time, you know, they lived in Mesquite. We lived uh, North Dallas, and they would go down every weekend to the country. I and see. so it was always fun to go down there with my aunt and uncle and, and cousins. And so, you know, we had been down there, made several trips prior to this incident, but it was fall. It was the fall of 1980. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't cold. It wasn't wintertime, but it was cool enough to have a campfire. How old are you at this time? I'm 13. Oh, so you're a kid. You're a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I had, I had, a <clears throat> had two cousins. They were close in age, but just a little younger than I. And we decided we were going to camp. So, so, so we're we talking had, about, let me just for a second. Uh, is this sure. the piney woods we're talking about here? Oh yes. well, yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Cause it, so it's yeah, very the, wooded the, and you're, it's dark in those woods. Oh yeah, we're in we're in the piney woods of yeah. East Texas, yes. and yes. you know you 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 actually traveled through two different properties to get to his property. All he right. had an easement through these. And he was in the back of the back, and like he was said, he was out there then. Man, he was yeah. I'm gonna say that his his driveway to to get from the main road down down the dirt road to his property. That dirt road was probably close to a mile long and he had a a single wide trailer down there and you know they they lived and worked in mesquite but they would go down there to get away and so there's several people there there's aunts and uncles and it's just a big time so it's got like a family gathering oh yeah Yeah, okay almost like a miniature family reunion and we're down there we're going to spend the weekend and i i had a two-man pup tent one of those orange I oh remember. yeah, I remember, I remember those. Yeah, yeah. And so we we got about 150, 200 yards away from the the house, pitched that tent, made us a little camp, dug a fire pit, and built a fire. And this is back up in the woods, right? And and we're back up in the woods. Okay. Of course, my uncle came up there and he inspected and said, "Okay, y'all can have a fire." He didn't want to set the woods on fire. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And so we had made trips back and forth between camp and the trailer. It got late. It was completely dark. Ran out of steam and decided, well, we're gonna we're gonna pack it in. Well, it, it got cold yeah. that night. And so I don't know how this happened, but I was actually on the, the on the side of the tent farthest away from the fire. <laughs> you drew the short straw. I drew the short straw. So you were really cold. <laughs> so I was cold and we all had a we all had some sort of weapon. I think one of us had a little 410 shotgun and one of us had a 22 and I actually, I actually had a 30, 30 and we kept them in the tent with us thinking that, you know, something comes up in the camp. We're going to protect ourselves. Yeah. Now you're thinking like a Bobcat or yeah, Bobcat or, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Something that will come up. So, well, let me ask you real quick before you yeah. go on, Jim. Um, at this point in your life, did you know anything about Bigfoot? Had you ever heard about Bigfoot? Uh, yes, I had. I had seen the Patterson film and was was rather intrigued with it because it looked real. 
Yes, it does. Let me ask you a, a quick question. Uh, you referenced a couple of times. Uh, I'm going to be the I'm going to be the person out there listening that don't doesn't know sure. what the Patterson film is. What what, what are you talking about when you say Patterson film? I'm talking about uh, the Gimlin Patterson film from 1967, Bluff Creek. The 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 shaky eight mil. I think oh, it's eight I think, millimeter I think I've seen footage. that. Yes, yes, it's real shaky. Yeah, yeah it's they, short. They, they it's, actually, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing. I know what you're talking well, about now. Okay, it's 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 actually a female Bigfoot. That's, yes, they call they call that. her they call her Patty. <laughs> Very obviously female. It's obviously because I think okay. it had like breasts. You know, yeah, it, it, it had pendulous breasts, and to uh, and I was probably nine ten years old when i saw it mm-hmm. and and i'm not so sure that my parents didn't shelter me from it you know maybe they knew about it and didn't want me to be scared with yeah. it or whatever right but i ended up seeing it and 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 back in the mid 70s you know there were there was a frenzy of sightings and people were talking about it yeah and i saw i saw the film so new knew about something out there right had no i had no idea what it was or what it could be this night was bigfoot on your mind at all or were you just thinking about bobcats and coyotes and no we weren't we were never afraid of being in those woods okay uh you know we would traipse all around the place and it probably made my uncle mad because we were probably moving his deer around, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, leaving scent trails everywhere. But, you know, it, it, it never, we were never scared. Yeah. And even, even when it got dark, we were still making the trip back and forth uh, between camp and we were running around the edge of camp. I you see. Know, it's not like we were walking out to 300 yards from camp into the darkness, but we weren't afraid. And so there was a lot of activity. You could say there's a lot of activity going on around the, the camp. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it, the, the party was in full swing down there. You know, the music was blaring. I see. Um, uh, the lights were on, but it did, it did end up dying down. And by the time that, that we got settled down, every, everything down the hill had settled down and okay. everything was, was, was getting quiet. So it's time for us to go to sleep. Okay, so you're in the t- you're all in. There's three of yeah. you, and you're all in the tent, but yeah. you're yeah. the furthest away from the fire. from the fire. You're cold, so let's pick yeah. up from there. What's 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 happening? And I've that? got one of my cousins. I can I can tell you his name. His name is Jerry, and then my other cousin Darren. He was closest to the fire, so he was on the outside edge. I was on the outside edge, but his his edge was close to the fire. Close to the fire. Okay. Little Jerry was lucky, you know, right in the middle, and, and we're we're bedded down with sleeping bags and blankets, and it was probably an hour after we had zipped the the tent shut and and, and called it an evening, and the, the fire was still going. It was throwing a glow right. onto the onto the tent, and I could hear something. Little Jerry was was dead asleep. I figured that that Darren was too, but I could hear something moving around what I would consider the edge of the darkness. You know, we had the glow from the fire, uh-huh. and it just it just felt like it was just out beyond the glow of that fire. And I figured that it was an armadillo or maybe a skunk because it just wasn't making a lot of noise. But it, it sounded like it was moving closer. As it got closer, it got louder. I was listening to it getting louder, and I could hear something breathing. Okay. Now, w- breathing, you say? Yes. What I mean, what type of breathing? Are we just slow and steady? Uh... It was. It was not, and and, and this this is hard to describe. It was not animalistic. Like it was, it was not sniffing the ground. It was, it was breathing like a person would breathe. It didn't sound like a cow or a horse. It, it was, or it didn't sound like anything that I had ever heard other than it sounded like a person breathing. Um, but it was just 
amplified. Does that sound what? familiar to you, Harold? Heavy breathing? Well, yeah, I've heard them, yeah, heard other people in some other shows say the same thing. Our very first show, you know, yeah. don't okay. talk about heavy breathing, you know, like that. And, and it wasn't, it wasn't a pant. But his was like an old man. That's what he said, yeah, like an old yeah. man breathing. You know? Yeah. Well, this just sounded, it, this just sounded large. Yeah, and that's if, that's if exactly that makes what he any said. Sense. It, yes, it does because our our fir- very first guest, it, that's one of the, the ways he described it was that it sounded big, it sounded large. But it had to be pretty. And, it had to be close enough. It had to be pretty close in order for you to hear the breathing. So that's what I'm yes. thinking. It had to be right outside the tent. You know what I mean, right well, there. Well, at first it was just movement that 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 I could hear. Yeah. And then as as it progressed, it 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 just sounded closer and closer, and it got close enough to where I could hear it, breathing. it breathing. And I am I'm wide awake. I mean, the blood is coursing through my veins. I know that there's something in camp. I'm trying to convince myself, is it one of my uncles playing a gag on me? Yeah. Uh, You know, are they going to come up there and, you know, shake the side of the tent and yell and, and then run off laughing? And then it walked between the tent and the fire. And as it walked, I could feel impact tremors, not, 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 not shaking me in my, you know, in my sleeping bag, but, but I could feel its step. You feel every step it was making. Wow. And when it, when it walked, it, it took a step and I can only assume that it was its left leg stepped down right next to the tent. And of course fires on the other side it put its leg in silhouette on the side of the tent i could see definition it tapered down to an ankle and then it 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 turned into a calf and it just looked huge in silhouette and then i could see the long i could tell that it was hairy and then i could see long strands of hair like it had an underlying coat of hair and then longer hair streaming from that and it it probably hung off of the solid portion of the outline of its leg which could have been muscle and skin or it could have been a layer of of hair but two or three inches of long hair in every direction wow so you could see that much definition and you know oh yeah because I guess the fire's between the tent and the fire, and you can see it. Yeah. So let me ask you: Are you just laying there looking at it? You're not moving at all. I mean, are you didn't not th- moving at? I was at first. I was tempted to get out and try to figure out what it was. Uh-huh. Well, did it occur to you As, to wake up your, your your cousins? No, I was at that point. I have to have to freely admit mm-hmm. that I was terrified okay <laughs> that's what i'm getting at that, yeah you know that sounds familiar too yeah, yeah yeah i i was actually you know you talk about being frozen in fear yeah uh i i was indeed frozen with fear i had no idea what i needed to do what i should do other than be still and be quiet <laughs> even though you got a 30 30 sitting right there <laughs> you know? and, and 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 that was that was exactly my thought well jim you know, Jim, I tell you, this really lends a lot of credence to your story because, wow. again, our very first yeah, story very first, sounds very familiar. Sounds almost exact. He had he had a cell phone in his hand, yeah, and he's a, and right. he's a videographer, a videographer for, a living, for a living. Oh wow! And it never occurred to him to try to take a picture of what <laughs> it was, a or recorded or anything like that. So it it's it, that this that lends a lot of credence yeah. to your story. Wow! Uh, so what did you what did you finally well, end up doing? It it passed through camp. And it was completely silent after that. It walked through all of the small noises that it was making. Yeah. You know, it almost sounded like it was rummaging around in, in, in the leaves, you know, maybe picking stuff up. Right. As, as it got closer, you, I could hear it breathing. Then it passed through camp. And af- after that, absolutely no noise. It, it's not like it walked through camp and got on the other side and started looking around or doing whatever it was that it had been doing on the other side of camp. 
it was just gone. And I laid there and listened. I was actually more fearful at that point because now I felt exposed. I was close to the yeah. to the dark side of to the, the woods. Yeah, yeah the woods. <laughs> right. And no you don't fire. know. And you didn't know where it was. He said, "Well, I don't know didn't where it know is." Where now. it went? <laughs> don't know if it was going to circle back. You know, maybe it was just sizing up the tent and figuring, okay, you know, I'm fixing to do whatever I'm going to do to to this tent. And laid there and finally fell asleep. Well, you know, it, we, it, that's that's pretty wow. common, too. When, when you're so scared and you're tensed up and you're tensed up and you stay in that state for such a long time, your body has a tendency to um, uh, wear itself out. Well, yeah, because yeah, the, oh, yeah. the adrenaline's pumping and right. you're just like, and you're worn out. It, and then you crash. And, and you crash. Right. It's like your yeah. body says, okay, you're growing out right. You know. So did you, did you, did anybody, first of all, did anybody else see this? Well, <clears throat> I'm going to get to that part okay. moment, right. momentarily. Okay. So the next morning, we woke up. None of us said a word. Okay. Little Jerry was, he was dead to the world. He never knew anything. So I knew that he didn't hear anything. But I didn't say anything to Darren. And I certainly didn't say anything to my uncles. We were afraid that, or I was afraid that if I said anything, mm -hmm. They might say, ah, oh, yeah, y'all, y'all telling them stories. So y'all just, y'all need to stay down here from now on. They weren't going to let us go out traipsing around in the woods or mm -hmm. whatever. So didn't, didn't say anything. Just it, the day picked up like normal. And, you know, that was probably, that was probably a Saturday night. And we got up Sunday and cleaned everything up and everybody packed up and went to their respective homes and, and the weekend was over. Okay. So that was in 1980, and it was probably 96 or 97. Of course, we're full-grown yeah. adult at this point. We had bought a house uh, in in East Texas, and my cousin Darren, he would sometimes come down spend the weekend with us. He and I were like brothers, and sitting out on the porch, I asked him. I said, "Do you happen?" to remember when we were camping in the country and he capped the line and he said and that thing walked through camp oh <laughs> i was like you were awake <laughs> and he said i heard he said i heard every noise wow that that thing made and he said and i and he he mentioned he didn't call it an impact trimmer. He said, I felt, I felt it when it stepped down because it, it stepped down probably right in line with his stomach. Oh, wow. It, it was almost the middle of the tent, yeah. but he said that he felt the ground move when it stepped right there next to him. Wow. And I said, so you, you, you heard everything that I heard and saw, he said, I was awake for every bit of it. And he was in the same state that I was, was completely petrified, was interested in not moving and not making any noise. So he saw the silhouette, I guess. He saw the silhouette. And everything that you saw. That's yeah, he saw what I saw yeah, because he was close to the fire. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. He, he was the one closest to the fire. Uh, well, yeah, it, it stepped down right next to him. And wow. you guys never spoke about it until well, you were adults. You know, it yes, we were. We it was a solid 15, well, 15 16, 16 years. years. Yeah, wow. Now, of course, you know, we we had spent time together. I was at his wedding, he was at my wedding. It was, you know family reunions and other people's weddings and all sorts of get togethers and never once mentioned it. Well, this thing must have had a profound effect on the both of you. If you never mentioned it. Yeah, to anybody. really. Yeah, really. At that point, nobody in my family knew about it other than him. Wow. And I thought that I was the only one that knew about it. And then when I found out that he knew about it, we decided that we could tell that story. And well, little Jerry is completely disappointed because <laughs> he missed it. <laughs> he missed it. He missed it. He slipped through it. <laughs> well, Jim, I, I have to ask. I mean, uh, 
did I mean did this stay with you throughout all those years, those fifteen years before, and thinking that you're the only one that saw it? Did it did it uh, affect you in what you thought about being in the woods and so on and so forth? No, ironically enough, it it it, it didn't scare me off the woods. Uh, I was a little more aware of my surroundings. I yeah. started I started paying a little closer attention. I bet. And it's not like it's not like I was trying to become a pro- pro- professional tracker or anything of that nature. It's just I started looking instead of just right in my immediate area, I would look further down. Right. Yeah. To see okay. if, you know, see <laughs> what was going on, you know, see what was going on at a distance. Yeah, yeah. kind of like a motorcycle rider does yeah. after he's exactly. been in an accident, you know. Yeah. You always look about 10 more did, seconds ahead. Ahead, you know. It it didn't it didn't scare me. It would have scared the bejesus so, out of me, so, I tell you. So let me ask you, did, so you all, all these years go by and everything, did you ever doubt what you saw? Maybe try to rationalize and say. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wondered. Yeah. And, and, and when Darren and I spoke about it, you know, I asked him straight up. I'm like, are you sure that that wasn't one of our uncles? And he said, you know, I thought the same thing. He said, but the size and and the the, the breathing I'm I'm sure that a man could mimic that breathing, but it would make you tired to have to move that much air, right? Yeah, and right. and 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 make that much noise. I don't think you could do it very long. This thing, it just sounded like that's the way it breathed effortlessly. And then when it walked and it stepped and it it you know gave a little impact tremor, we were. We were convinced that it was not one of our uncles trying to trying to scare us. And I'm I'm thinking if it had been one of your uncles, they would want you to know That's that right. they did well, that and, to and you. We they thought, would. They, and, yeah. and we mentioned that. Yeah, yeah they, we, they would have fessed up. That where's where was the payoff? Yeah, right. okay. it's so no they, payoff. They, they, they come up there and they make noise, and then they walk through. Yeah, and they just go back down to the house and and you know maybe they thought that we would mention something the next day. Yeah. Maybe they thought, you know, okay, there's they'll that'll be the payoff, that'll be the gag. You know, I would think yeah. that if they went through that much effort, then they would probably shake the tent. Right. Yeah. Right. Or, or even the next day they would say they would ask you, Hey, did anything Yeah, that's right. right. Anything strange happen last night? Or they they but, would they would egg you on. T- My dad was, did that enough to me as a kid. Comments. Yeah. So no comments. You know, there so, was no indication. But we know it and wasn't see, at that point in time, I was really the only one that was looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Unbeknownst to me. Darren was looking for it. He didn't get it. And so we're like, okay, that was something. Don't know what it was, (laughs) was, but but that was was something. Figure that it was some sort of Bigfoot-esque type animal. It certainly wasn't a deer or bobcat or, you know, anything else that roams the woods of East Texas. So this was something that was walking on two feet that you saw, not, not down on all fours. And we also know that there's no, really no bear down in that area. I don't think. Is there? Yeah. Well, bear have been reintroduced into East Texas here of late, Late, but at that point in time, no, not not then. Wow. It just didn't have that. It's leg. It's leg didn't look like it looked like a man's, a man's leg. leg. It was just, just extremely hairy. large and hairy. Yeah. So either it was a Bigfoot or it was an Italian. And it was just what what we <laughs> wow. what we could see. Terry Price. <laughs> I'm Italian, so I can say that. Uh, you know, we my- could see the leg, and then we both saw a fleeting shadow, which would have been its other leg, but of course it's too far away. Right. Yeah. From from the tent. We just saw we just saw it pass through. So it you know as it was taking a step, picking the other foot up, it just like went through frame, left left a, a moving shadow. I see. Wow. And then picked back up. Well, I was just going to say you were talking about the, where's the payoff and everything, but my my dad scared me a lot after we saw Legend of Boggy Creek because it it, it affected me greatly, and right. he would do things like run outside and scratch on the window, oh, and yeah. growl a little bit, and then run back in before I could get to the living room. You know. Well, that's just good clean fun. That's right, right. Yeah. but yeah. but that's the, somebody who's trying to scare you. Well, that's want, what they do. They and, want you to know that they did that. And, yeah. Yeah. and there's always the payoff. They're yeah. laughing and have a, a oh, yeah. good time with it at your expense. So it doesn't yeah. it doesn't appear to me no, like anybody like in your family was really out to uh, well, fool you I guys. I would think I would think that after this much time, that that one of those uncles 
if they if they did it or were they all of them were in cahoots because I think there were three four uncles present at the time they would have said something to me or or Darren before before he passed away and they 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 never have let's move on to the second story let's go to story number two so that that was uh that was the fall of 80 Mm -hmm. the uh the summer of 82 was over uh over in leon county I went down every summer the day that school let out I went I went down to my grandparents house and so, so I you're stayed, fi- you're 15 16 I'm like 15 that. I'm 15 years old mm-hmm. I would go down there and work mm-hmm. I worked with granddaddy he worked on a ranch uh, running heavy equipment Now this is not the same place this is in Leon County This is in Leon County Okay Granddaddy has 15 acres that's where his homestead is at, across the road and back towards town about a mile, and then probably about a mile off the road is what we call the old place, 200 acres of family land. And I'd go over there and mow. You know, Granddaddy had his little section that he was going to inherit or did inherit, and I would mow his mow part of his. He had a, he had a tank there. And after working all day at the ranch, I'd hop on the tractor, go over there and do whatever it is needed to be done. And my dad actually hunted down there. He had a deer stand and we would go down there and camp. Now, when you say tank, you mean a pond, right? Yeah, a little pond. And so by this time we have graduated to a, like an army canvas tent. Very, very nice. Yes. Everybody, you know, they're four or five people could sleep in that comfortably. That's right. And so me and two of my friends, we were, one of them uh, was, was an older brother of the guy that was the same age as I was. We all decided, Hey, we're going to go, we're going to go camp the old place. So I actually went over there and pitched the tent made camp during the day out of convenience just because who wants to pitch a tent in the dark? Nobody, if they're so, smart. And 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 Granddaddy had some tick medicine that I would spread out all around, so you just wouldn't get completely covered in ticks. And I went over there and spread all that out, and pitched the tent, dug the fire pit, gathered up some old wood. You know, it's the dead of summer. Don't know why we thought we needed a fire, but. <laughs> You know, it's not really camping unless you have a campfire. That's right. <laughs> and so when I got all that done from a wash, it's not a creek. It's it's merely a wash. Whenever we get heavy rain, water comes down through there and makes its way back to that pond. And so I got in it, and I wanted to walk from there to the pond. Well, I'm walking, and it's snaking around there, and the walls are probably seven or eight foot tall you know this this is kind of a a gully yeah and making my way through it rounded a little curve found a dead coyote and it was a fresh kill and Mm. it had been raked down from its front shoulder all the way down its rib cage into its into its soft portion of its belly something had laid it open and killed it and so I looked at it, it, it kind of startled me, and I thought, man, I am going to, I am going to use that. I'm going to scare them to, with that tonight. <laughs> so I kind of, You're going to get some payoff. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kind of made a mental note of where it was located. I'm like, okay. So I've got it all mapped out. So walked on down to the pond, messed around, walked back up to camp, Okay. Well, one of them had to work that evening. So one of them came on out and we were there. Well, the other one getting off work late, wasn't going to, he didn't know exactly where the road was at. So I knew what time I knew how long it would take me to get back up to the highway. Knew what time he got off work. So I timed it. I said, I'll be standing up there. You slow down when you get to this certain point and I'll start flashing the light and you'll know it's me. So that's what I did. Walked all the way. It was over a mile from where camp was to, to the back to the main road. Never turned a flashlight on. Just walked the moonlight trail. Because you knew it so well. 
because I knew it so well. And it was lit with the, with the moonlight. You know. Right. And it, and it was pretty bright. So got up there, got him gathered up, came back down, went back to camp. So we're going to go out walking around. So this is probably 1030 at night. So we're going to walk around. So I've got it all mapped out. You know, I'm fixed to take them down into that gully and I'm going to walk down towards the pond. I'm going to scare them with this. The dead coyote. The dead coyote. Okay. Couldn't find it. Uh-huh. And I was, I was actually starting to hunt it. And one of them asked me, says, what are you doing? And I said, well, I might as well tell you, found this coyote this afternoon and I was going to scare y'all with it. I said, but now I can't find it. Well, then they were like, oh, we got to find it. So we're scrambling and we're, we're walking up and down and in and out of that gully. And I took them back to the spot where I thought it was and found some hair and like, you know, it was right here. And so we were making a mad effort to find this thing. Never could find it. Hmm. So, all right, whatever. Well, that's not so, too highly unusual in the woods. Something I, dragged it off. No, yeah, no. Something came along, dragged it off. Not at all. And so the point that I'm making is we were not being quiet. Oh. We were not <laughs> We were not being stealthy. We all had fairly good, powerful flashlights. Of course, we're all packing some armament. I've got the same 30-30. I think one of those guys had a 30-30 and the other one had a shotgun. I actually had a 22 pistol. And we're not being quiet. So hmm. couldn't find the coyote. Gave up on it. So we're just walking around looking and we get to the back side of the place. There's a fence. Mm-hmm. Of course, our property, the family property, is heavily wooded. Hadn't been cleared. There was one one section that was considered pasture, had two or three trees in it that you could actually get in there and mow. But the guy that lived south of us, he had a hay meadow and it was huge. I don't know how many hundreds of acres this hay meadow was. And we got up to the fence. And we're just sweeping through that field. If a warden had seen us, probably been in trouble because mm-hmm. it looked like we were spotlighting for deer. I see. I see. We're all carrying, two of us had deer rifles. We've all got flashlights in the middle of the night. And we're looking. Well, off to our right, there was several rolls of hay, several rows of rolls of hay. And we're all trying to keep our flashlight beams concentrated so we can get as much light in one spot as we could and so i swing over they follow me and i go up the first row and moved my light just a little and realized you know i can't that's just that's just a roll of hay there's nothing nothing there and was about to give up was sweeping back down that back down that row and when you say sweeping you're you're talking about with With, your flashlight with it with a flashlight okay and to give you some orientation, if, if you were to mark a line straight out from the fence to where we were at, it was probably about 30 or 40 yards. And then you take that line and go 90 degrees to your right, and it was probably another 20 or 30 yards to where the road were at. Of course, we're looking at it at a diagonal. Okay, right. And when we were sweeping back up that those rows of hay, something stood up from behind one of the rolls. Now these these rolls, you're talking about the big round. Talk about a big rolls a round, of hay. A round Roll, bale. Yeah, and those things are about They're about huge. six foot six foot They're or about, so, aren't they? You can you can make them five or six foot tall. Depends right. on the size roll that you want. These so were probably six footers. When it stood up, what what did you see of it? Was it just the top of its well, head, or <clears throat> you could see? From about it's the middle of its rib cage. Are you up, kidding me? Which I think made the thing about seven, about seven foot and tall. a half foot tall. Yeah, at least. Yeah. So we all three saw it and we locked on it. We quit moving and we had the light on it. I'm gonna say you had your flashlights on it. Had the flashlights on it. It started. It it stood there for just a second, looking at us, and it was kind of, it was kind of moving around, you know. Like, like maybe it was trying to get its eyes out of the beams of light. Yeah. Okay. And it took off running and it, it ran out. And when it cleared the last roll of hay and was completely out in the open, it looked like a very, very large man running. And it ran straight in, in that hay field 
and it got directly in front of us and slowed down. You say when you say directly in front of you, how close are we talking here? They he he, he this thing was probably forty yards away from us, okay. <laughs> and it turned and, and, and faced you. Nope, it ran away from us. Away from you. Okay. So you saw its back. So its back. I could see its back. And I could see the whites of its feet. Oh. Now, when I when I say the wait, whites wait. of its feet, I could see where this animal was. This animal or individual was dark, and its feet were skin colored. Okay, I got you. If that makes any sense. Yeah, well, it does. Depending on whose skin you're talking about. Uh, well, just kind of you know, it's going to be lighter than you just, know. Right. It right. was it. The the bottom of its feet were lighter than its hair. I see. So, so, so it was hairy. Is what you're saying? You could tell that it was hairy. It was actually, it actually had a little glisten to it. Mm. Now, did it make and any sound during all this? Not, not, not a single sound. Other than moving around, you know, running and things. And it turned and it ran away. And we held our lights on it until we couldn't see it anymore. And it was running towards a bridge that the train uses to go over Buffalo Creek. And it was running towards that bridge. The light would only go so far. Right. It ran straight until we couldn't see it. And when we couldn't see it, we all looked at each other. <laughs> we took the lights off of, off of where it was. And we were shining them at each other. And we were all just white as ghosts. I don't doubt it. So you're all just pretty, pretty much... You were you weren't petrified. We were we, 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 you, we were dumbfounded. But you were like, "What in the hell is this?" You know? And we we asked we we all asked, "Did you did you see that? Did, did, <laughs> you, see, did you see what, what I just saw?" <laughs> wow. But my first thought was that the game warden, a game warden, was laying on top of one of the rolls of hay. And that's what you saw. And that's what you all, saw on okay. on okay. his back. Yeah. And when we hit him with that light, he raised up at his waist and turned and looked at us. That was the first thought that went through my mind. Oh, okay. So you caught him napping. So, well, we caught him hunting us. Huh. We figured, well, we've, we've made Oh, you thought he was noise. hunting you. Oh, okay. I we got thought, you. well, you know, he's going he's gonna to let us make a mistake. And, oh, okay. And, he's watching and then, okay. and, and then And then get, you know, we'd be in trouble. Okay. Right, right. So. That's when it, you know, we asked each other, man, did you see that? Did you know what did you see? Well, you know, we started describing it. We realized, you know, we're standing here. We don't know where that thing's at. <laughs> so you're standing in the open. You might want to get the hell out of there. You know? No, no. So you here said, we go. Jim, Jim, let me stop you. Yeah. You said you go thought ahead. it was the, the game warden. Initially. Yes. Initially, when, yes. it, when it first rose up. Mm hmm I guess when it took off running, you realized that it was not oh, yeah. on top of a hay oh, bale. Yeah. Um, immediate, immediately, that thought was that that thought was fleeting, and it was <laughs> it was it was dismissed when it when it started to move. And because you, when yeah. it started to move, it was moving with purpose. That thing was extremely fast. Faster than a human. I don't think a man could run that fast. Wow. And I know that I know that his legs aren't that long. He couldn't take strides that long. So we hauled Heine back to the camp. I bet you did. <laughs> so didn't even take time to snuff the fire. We left. Okay, okay, let me ask you before before you go further. When you guys were out there, did you have your weapons with you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just I just want to yes. make that clear. You you were armed when you saw this thing. We were armed, and 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 of course I'm I'm, I'm jumping ahead and then and then coming back. But yeah. when when we got back in town, we did not go to my grandparents' house. You know, a mile away, two yeah. miles away. We didn't go there because we you didn't think of it. Their or? grandparents' house. Oh, I see. What? Oh. Well, you yeah. didn't go to your grandparents' house because you just didn't think of it, or. No, no, no. I had a kind of a standing rule with my grandparents that they didn't mind me staying out late, camping, being right. with these two guys, as long as when they brought me home, I didn't make any noise coming in, didn't want to wake granddaddy. Because once granddaddy woke up, didn't matter what time he woke up, couldn't go back to sleep. I see. So okay. he tried to sleep till five or six o'clock in the morning. Right. If I came in at two o'clock making noise, well, then he'd be up at two. Yeah. And you were in trouble. And you messed up his routine. And well, you... I just, you know, just out of courtesy, didn't, didn't do that. So we went back to town and slept at his house. 
What these, did, these two guys, they what, were brothers. What did you guys discuss? Here's what's ironic. So we got to camp, jumped in uh, the oldest one's car. We all three got in, and the car wouldn't crank. Oh, <laughs> sounds like an old had, horror movie to me. <laughs> it had a, it was looking back, it, it couldn't have got any more classic. You had to get out and bump the, the battery connection. Right, right, right. They would not even get out and cover me. Oh, no. <laughs> Go ahead, so Jim, we, you do we, it. We sat there, we sat there. For what seemed like five minutes, it was probably closer to one minute, discussing what, you know, man, you know, try it again, try it again. Wouldn't crank. So it's like, well, somebody's going to have to get out and, you know, bump that connection. They wouldn't do it. I got out completely, completely scared out of my mind. I don't know why. I mean, I was young, would never do this now. But I got out and cocked that twenty two pistol. It was a single action uh-huh. revolver. And what? I rolled the hammer back, and then I tried to open the hood. Well, as big as this thing was, you just you realized that if you'd have shot it with that, you'd have just made it mad. You'd have made right? it mad, probably. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't have done any good. Yeah. And I actually, in the process of opening that hood, squeezed that trigger, and I don't have a clue how I didn't shoot myself in the leg, but <laughs> oh, I didn't. Gosh. Wow. It, did it go off? It went off. Oh yeah, it went off. I oh, squeezed the trigger and, and dropped the hammer and shot around off this right is definitely in the ground, like right, out of a movie. right next to my foot. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Well, I know so, that I know how easy that can happen. It happened to me once. Yeah. So yeah, I'm monkeying with the battery. It cranked up, closed the hood, and got out of there. Went to his house. We didn't go inside. We sat outside and we discussed everything that we had seen. We all had the same exact story. We all saw the same thing. We decided that we weren't going to tell a soul because grandparents probably would think we were crazy. They wouldn't let us go back out there and camp. So we just didn't tell anybody. I haven't seen those gentlemen. I saw, um, I saw one of them, one of them graduated, moved off, started his life. Uh, the other one was, was a year behind and, Oh, it's, it's been, it's been decades since I've talked to him. We, while we were still communicating when, when it was just either two or the three of us, we would, we would recount the story and it was always, you know, what do you think? What do you think that was? You know, what did we see? And and I can't remember. I know one of them. I don't remember which one, if it was the older, the younger one had the same exact thought that I did about it being, uh, a game warden yeah, on, on, on top really. of one of the rolls of hay. Really? Until it started running. <laughs> yeah. Until until it started to move. Wow. So that that actually encapsulates and, and wraps up that story. Uh, I, I went back the next day in the middle of the day, took the tent down and broke camp and actually have never camped since no, i never camped there since well uh, while you were tearing everything down did you were you afraid were, fr- just, were you watching the woods yeah, yeah yeah i mean uh you know i was definitely you know i would i would work and look yeah and then i'd go back to work and i'd look again you know until and and i hastily rolled the tent up actually had to fold it back up properly once i got it back to my grandparents house right <laughs> Uh, but just wasn't interested in being there for very long. And they, they said they weren't going to come back out. So I, I was, I was on my own. Well, Jim, I, I hate to stop you right here, but we, this is, we've yeah. gone longer than we normally do, sure. but this is such a compelling story. I, I wanted to make sure we got it all. Absolutely. Would, would you be, would you uh, be okay with uh, coming back and doing a, a part two of part this? Two, yeah. Cause I know you got more yeah, story. Certainly. certainly. Well, uh, it, it has certainly been a great story so far, and been, uh, yeah. I've truly enjoyed it. And there's been a lot of similarities with the earlier story that, mm-hmm. that we did, uh, our very first podcast. So yeah. that lends a lot of credence to what you're saying. Yeah, sure. Um, very, very a lot. The, the main thing being that you were frozen, like you know, you weren't thinking rationally. You're yeah. just like, I just froze there, and just I'm just looking at what's going on, and I'm not it thinking. Is so, it is, you know, it's so startling. Yeah, yeah. And the breathing, because the breathing, you don't, the breathing. you don't expect 
to see something like that. You, you don't, yeah. Well, you don't expect it. And when you do, it's like, whoa. What right. the hell is this? Well, Jim, we're going to have yeah. you come back and tell us some more about this. So, uh, definitely, sure. you know, plan that, uh, uh, a part two of this. Yes, right. And if you, if, if you listeners haven't listened to our episode eyes in the dark, uh, I suggest you go back and listen to that episode. You'll hear a lot After of similarities this, yeah. Yeah. to what, what Jim has told us. Um, and don't forget, please go down and hit the subscribe button on YouTube so that you'll be notified whenever, uh, the next episodes drop. And, uh, yeah, you see, us, you'll see a link tree right here right. Uh, while you're listening to the podcast and that'll take you to different places. Uh, uh, one place would be the, the YouTube page, as you said, Price Presley Spook Show. That's, That's right. all you got to do is That's type right. that in. And also you can get us on Facebook.com slash uh, Price Presley Spook Show. That's right. And, and email us. And email us because that, yeah. that's how we found Jim. He knows your stories. That's exactly. Uh, you know, you know uh, if you've got something that you've been through, whether it's a ghost, UFO, Bigfoot, it, it doesn't matter. Anything kind of paranormal or spooky, we want to hear from you. So send us your story. And if it's a good enough story, then. Uh, you, oh, may, you, may be, you may become Jim. That's and we'll right. have you on the show. That's right. <laughs> and, and we will keep you anonymous if you want to be kept anonymous. Yes, we, we don't have to tell your real name. And uh, um, so um, do yeah. that. Contact us. And don't forget to leave a comment in the comment section. Just yes. tell us what you think of Jim's story. Um, I, I would be curious to see what you, what you folks really think about yeah. this story so far. Um, comment on Facebook. Be sure that you give us a like and follow us on Facebook. Um, and we're on Instagram also. And I, yeah. I think Twitter. I, you know, I've lost count of all the things that we've no. got you, going you, on. But you, like I said, the link tree will yeah, have all that stuff that's right. in there. So. And um, yeah. we, 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 we want to hear from you. Uh, this is this is the average, as Harold always says, it's yes. the average guy take on the paranormal. Yeah. And and, uh, you know, we try to keep the jargon down. We don't try to be too, yeah. you know, uh, judgmental of any of the stories. We want to know what you think. Um, so it's important to us that you guys give us a comment and let us know what you think about these stories. Now, we're going to have Jim back for part yep. two. Um, until then... Um, be sure you listen to all of our previous episodes. Uh, there's some good ones. You're going to love them, and we've got some good ones coming. Coming up. That's going to do it for this edition. That's right. I'm Terry Price. I am Harold Presley. Don't get spooked. <laughs>